What's up, everybody out there? Welcome back. Welcome Donna. back. Hey, and Rich. Hey. It stops here, the podcast. Episode, hey. episode is this? We just talked about this. Episode eight. eight. Yo, it's eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Just, it, it's definitely been um, an interesting an excited experience with you guys getting on the podcast, listening, getting the text messages and the calls and the um, just the, the the extra insight concerning the podcast. And once again, just starting with gratitude, we just want to thank you for listening, for thinking in our conversations interesting enough for you to get on this podcast and listen and tell your friends and even give us insight. So uh, we're just really excited about episode eight. That's and today, um, because we went a we went a little heavy. We went we went a little heavy last week, but we're gonna no, take no, the reason why this wasn't that heavy. I think that episode. We always heavy. I think I think I don't think that we don't I don't think we know how to have conversations that are not heavy, but um mm-hmm. I thought it was a good episode. Not not taking anything away from it, but this this podcast gives you guys an opportunity to see us in a different light. Um, I know that for me, I mainly talk about spiritual stuff, and um, you know, so some other people may j- just hear from me, maybe just on an intellectual side. But they, I don't, I'm not, I'm very private, so I don't really share like what I do with my kids or you know. Um, what what is really going on in my marriage besides you know with people besides close friends and family members so there's just an opportunity for me to even show the different facets of my personality and you know often also to relate to people and just kick it with rich like we usually do but just with microphones (laughs) just i think i think the um because we recorded two episodes last time i mean a lot in in insight to the as it felt like I ain't talked to you in a while, so um, it's actually I don't really like court recording two episodes at a time. But I know it's more time. I know it's more time, time more time. But you know, we 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 so busy that I don't get to talk to you, and so to be a therapy session, you know. But here's the thing, though: our episodes are so long. Yeah. If we don't break them up into two, like. People are probably going to unplug at some point or not really listen to the jewels that's being dropped. So, you know, I, the you. That- I feel you. I just don't want to go a week in between without talking. All right. Because, well, then, because, then, but then- because then, because then we fall into back into the work, the work, uh, workaholic syndrome and we got to find space for this again. You feel what I'm saying? Well, I don't, I don't agree with that necessarily. So here's yeah. the thing. Well, that's that's me speaking from I, my perspective. Yeah, I I think that um, I don't really like talking to you that much in between the podcast because sometimes <laughs> we talk about what we're going to talk about on the podcast, and then it doesn't come across with that much passion mm-hmm. and conviction. So that's so fair. I mean, honestly, like when we when we talk, because we usually when we talk, we talking about this stuff anyway. Yeah. And then when we get on the podcast, it's kind of a watered down version of the conversation, trying to recap because we already talked about it. Where when it's fresh, it's just amazing. But also, 
you guys probably don't know, but we are very busy. Now, I'm like, this is a really, really busy season. I just finished up. I'm graduating from a certificate program, entering into another educational program, you know, run multiple businesses and, you know, dealing with kids and, you know, career day next week. I'm going to speak at the school and different things, you know, it's, it is, you know, just, just trying to find a balance and everything sometimes is, is a little challenging. Um, and the, the best way for me to do it is to be really strategic about how I plan my time. If not, Absolutely. I'll be doing a whole bunch of stuff and be exhausted and not really enjoying it because I'm tired. Yeah. So that's just something, you know, that I've personally learned. And so I know you don't like not talking to me, but don't be talking to me about the stuff we're going to talk, talk about on the podcast. Or the okay. people ain't going to really get ain't gonna really get what they need <laughs> i feel you i feel you i think i think i think uh i agree with that okay copy that no problem you know yeah so that's that's really what it is but um, that's just me being spoiled I, yeah yeah but i but i love you though i i'm talking to you yeah i love talking to you so today y'all we're gonna get into the topic. I'm sure. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what, what? What you got? So this topic, this topic is a little touchy, but uh, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. You know what I'm saying? The red, the red, the red ball and the blue pill took him out, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, listen, I'm staying away from that. I'm gonna tell you that right now, dude. Hey. Rest in peace when I'm standing clear of everything oh, else. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Rest in peace, clear of everything else. I mean, I mean, I mean, I think, I think. Uh, have you ever saw fences with Denzel Washington? Mm-hmm. And you see that Denzel was a troubled man in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I mean, going right in the perfect segue because you know we're talking about femininity we're talking about masculinity you know in that time i mean in today's day that would have been a toxic masculinity right because you know how he projected onto his son and how his he you know to be honest he was an honest man that lived in this trauma you see what i'm saying he didn't handle things in an ideal way where he knew better but most men in that day and time he was a good man because he stayed in there by definition. You know, just like, you know, women back in that day, they stayed in the relationship. They stayed in that marriage that, you know, and they, they, they worked through it. And by the time, you know, you get to the back end, they had a lot of resentment by then, right? Mm-hmm. What Kevin Samuels displayed was the same type of tone that Denzel had in Fences. But if you got past the situations where people called into him and you had him in this quiet, calm moments where he just interviewed mainly with other men, right? He displayed a different side of himself. And if you got to his message, he wanted black people to be together. He was, he the way he was presenting the information at most times, I'm gonna say 80% of the time, most women wouldn't appeal to that because you can't get past again the tone in which he said it, right? But if you if you just if it was written or if you just you just read his words, um, he was he was giving some game. 
he was given a lot of game. This, this is this is a this is a perfect segue into our topic today because mm-hmm. um I think that you know um when when a, a black woman just speaking from a black woman's perspective yeah. when we are aggressive yeah um, we're not feminine you know what I'm saying <laughs> and um in this day and time what would have been considered to be masculine in the past is toxic masculinity, you know? But by whose definition, though? Like, it's mm. so this, 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 I mean, because a lot of the things that we, can I just be, I'm, I'm going to just be honest. We, that's what we're here for. First, the line, that, the line stops here. Yeah, <laughs> people, people that, that, that yeah. have that, you know, like, Feminist, the feminist movement, like mm-hmm. the only people that's behind that, like that came up with that stuff, is like to a certain extent, is like gay women. Can I just listen? <laughs> because I don't even I, that's not feminism. Mm-hmm. Um, feminism versus being feminine. Mm-hmm. Feminism is not in my vocabulary, and I'm a woman. I'm. I'm very feminine. I, you know, I, I, like there are parts of me that are more aggressive, but I like to get my nails done. I like to get my hair done. I have makeup. I, I am, you know, I, I am, I like to keep my house a certain way. I want, you know, is, is there a certain parts about mm-hmm. me that are feminine? But I think somebody that is a feminist, like there's a difference between being a feminist and feminine. Um, and, you know, the the only people that came up with that kind of stuff is like Gloria Allred and all of those women. That's just like I don't feel like I'm fighting for my rights every every day. Yeah, I do feel like there's some things that are um, unfair. You know, I feel like everything is not balanced. But I wouldn't really consider myself like a feminist. So That's Gloria Allred, the white woman, right? Yeah. How can she speak for black women? But 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 what she's doing is just like with the LGBTQ and all the rest of those letters they have added to it. Are doing is you know when you say feminism is like I'm bringing all the women of different shades and different colors together, and we're going to go against this thing. You know that's something that black people at this point haven't been able to do as a movement. And that's why we are not getting as many results. But I mean, I don't think that when you use the word feminist, it's it's not just, that's all women. That's fighting for women's rights. That's making the community bigger Mm -hmm. so that we can get what it is that we need. It's really strategic, but I'm not a part of the feminist movement. I'm going to just tell you that right now. So, so, okay. So this is a, this is a layered conversation. I'm, <clears throat> when I hear feminist, just like when I hear toxic masculinity, um, they have negative connotations on them and rightfully so. I mean, the people who they're describing, um, aren't really about bringing people together. They seem to just want to fight for what, you know, 
their cause is. But when I hear a black woman say she's a feminist, uh, you know, it's sort of like how to me. Um, because I think the same thing that um, someone of another culture may speak about, a black woman gets the highest praise in the black community, in my opinion, when it comes from the family dynamics. Like, you know, I grew up in a household with a very independent, and I hate to call, not that I don't think that black women are strong. I've got I've gotten into this debate with multiple people, and I'm not I'm not gonna go down that road and get into a debate with multiple people. But there's no other woman until maybe like two years ago they got described as strong as the first adjective to de- describe a woman, other than the black woman. And when they said strong, I'm not talking about the fact that they aren't strong. I just wouldn't describe a black woman in my life is strong because of the connotation of it, if that makes sense. Am I making sense? Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you say strong black woman, that was like a joke when, you know, the other other cultures said it. Like, yeah, strong, strong black woman. Like, she meaning she's, she's uh, uh, abrasive. She's aggressive. She doesn't know how to stay in her place. Or some would say, she wouldn't know how to be a feminine woman or walking in walking that um that softness or walking that um I don't I don't have the word for it at this point but a feminist being a black woman it baffles me because you get the uh, again the most powerful place in America is in the house I mean in your own home and my wife gets Way more love in here than me. <laughs> you, you feel what I'm saying? You know, I just sound like I, a hater, man. No, 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 no. I mean, as she should. I mean, I mean, as she should. You know, it's it's just one of those things where, you know, they, you know, your mother cares for you. Like, for instance, Mother's Day just passed. They spent thirteen billion dollars on Mother's Day, and that's for all women across. I'm pretty sure black people spent the majority of that. You feel what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. You know, black people love their mothers, right? And the most love, like, I ain't worried about outside the house love. I'm worried about inside the house. And a lot of that fight from the feminist movement starts in the house. A lot of that stuff with the, and I hate to get on this black consciousness thing. I really don't because I'm unapologetically black, right? A lot of that stuff has something to do with another culture that has a whole different set of standards in the way they look at their parents, and it and it has some positives and some negatives to it. It's just that our culture, we love our women. You feel what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we from Baltimore. How many times you didn't got uh, somebody didn't got a call because their sister didn't got into something, and then we we all and made bad decisions over dealers with women. You get what I'm saying? We defend that. We stand on that. We stand on that more than we stand on a lot of other things. You know, so mm-hmm. I just don't get it. I don't get that. You know, I don't, I don't understand it, and I do think that that mindset feeds into why we can't get together as people and be married and have successful relationships with one another. Because then, if you're that strong woman, then where can a man walk in? And then you know, you hear this narrative where women say, 
well, you're not strong enough to be with me. Why I gotta be? Why I'm not here to compete about who's stronger. I'm not here to be in a strength competition with a woman. I'm here to be in a love competition. You see what I'm saying? So I mean, if that means so, but it's so many layers to what you just said. But yeah, you know, when you look up the definition of feminist, it says a person who supports feminism. Feminism is the advocacy of women's rights on the basis of equality of sexes. You know, and with me being, but that's you know, not Christian, what that is anymore. I mean, listen, listen. But with yeah. me being a Christian, mm-hmm. I I don't think that um, that one is more important than the other. But I don't think that we're equal. Can I? Can I? I mean, can I? I'm gonna just just be straight. I don't think that we're equal because okay. biblically, I think that we do something different. But the the we come from the same place, so it's. It's not about being equal. It's about you being where you're supposed to be and me being where I'm supposed to be. I, I also, yeah, I also do not think that black women are strong. There was one point in time where I would characterize myself as strong. Okay. Black women are not strong. Or well, women are not start strong. Trying. You start we are tough. No, no, but listen, listen. We're not strong. We're tough. Women are not strong. We're tough. It's a difference. Strong is having the physical ability to do something, right? Tough is I have to step up because I need to. And when so I you're saying, realized, so you're saying, hold on, let's 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 talk about that because I think I said that before. Um when I said, you know, strength when we were talking about children before, I said I don't want to make my children tough. I want to give them the strength to be able to endure certain yes. climates and certain situations. Yes. And you're saying that based on circumstance you are tough. black women became tough tough they, yeah, it's that's, not, that's good. strength strength is is innate yeah toughness being tough is like i'm in this situation i gotta step up this okay. man is not here i gotta do this this okay. is not happening so i have to do that and so when you even look at i'm not saying that is anything wrong because i am and richard knows this i'm not like most women I don't think like most women. I don't work like most women. I am very different. You don't hustle like, like most women. I don't I think, hustle like most. But like no, most. no. I will say this though, T. Like, and this is just a compliment to you. I don't think because I mean, and this will go into our next conversation, which will be you know the next episode. But due to your hustle, most women who hustle the way you do, it would be in this time very difficult for them to be with a man who doesn't match that hustle or who isn't making more than you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and I don't think that, you know, I, I, and I, you know, cause you know, we on social media, we see the TikTok, we see the YouTube. I think a lot, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I think a lot of times we get into these conversations where women say that they want someone who's making more money than them. And, you know, back to, you know, Mr. Kevin Samuels, he would be like, how do you expect to, you know, you know, compete with this man that you're looking for? Because, you know, all, you know, most women now these days want a man that's over six feet. He got, you know, he, <laughs> he, he's blessed in certain arenas. He's been, he's, a, you know, achieve, he, he achieved well and he does all these things. And, you know, 
and sometimes that doesn't work. Maybe, maybe, and how do we find that common ground? When you find someone or a woman that's on her hustle and on her game, and then you find a man who presents a different option to you, how do we do that? And I think a lot of times their translations or their definition of that or, you know, those women and their expectations of that may just be, you know, them looking to get the best or, that you know, somebody asking what their ideal person is. But, you know, what, what's, what's the – not what you'll settle for, but where, where how are you going to start there? You're starting on a pretty high pedestal. But most times in most relationships, there's ebbs and flows. And there may be a time where, as the woman, you might got to pick up the pieces, you know. I hope I'm, I hope, I hope I'm, I hope I'm staying on topic. But, uh, like, for instance, uh, me and my wife, I make, you know, I make, I'm, I'm, uh, right now in our relationship, you know, I'm sort of the breadwinner. I'm the breadwinner. I make the most money, but we're building a business. Um, but at some point, my job, you know, what I want my wife to do, my wife hustle, like, you know, my wife, my wife's hustle makes me feel like I'm in the layup line sometimes. You know, like, the way she hustles, the way she works, the way she grinds. For, for 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 the business every day, dealing with and, and, and following her dreams, it makes me feel like I need to do some more to add to my hustle. Even though my money or the income says differently, the output is the same. You understand what I'm saying? So the moment that she makes more money, or I hope that one day she makes more money than me. You know, because there's no, you know, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not any, I don't, I don't share the mindset that women shouldn't work or women shouldn't you know, build something of their own, that's not, I'm not that, I'm not that old school guy that thinks that way. And, and I'm not judging anybody that does. I can't, I, I don't think me personally could be with someone or a woman who don't want to, you know, follow her passion and follow her dream and flip it into some money. You know, because I think when a woman achieves that, she says, I want my daughter to see that. I want my my sons to see that. Because when we bought our house, all the older women that I met, met if, no matter if they were single, no matter if they were uh, married, they all told me, hey, don't go get a house with a mortgage, right, that you can't handle on one income. Both of y'all should be able to handle that mortgage, right? So what does that say to me? That says, no, I can't have my wife. I can't, you know, because that was a smart finance because they in it for the long haul. They ain't in it for this temporary relationship. You know, I think... When it comes to finances, people look at money like, you know, they can just throw it away when we trying to create something that's bigger than us, you know? Yeah. So, 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 so what I'm getting to is that, you know, <clears throat> and, and getting back to the topic, because I get all, I went on a tangent. When we're dealing with women and their femininity and when we're dealing with women and, and, and we're talking about that feminist movement and we're, we're going back to these strong situations, just because you're accomplished as a woman doesn't mean that you ha that doesn't mean that you know there's a, a man who hasn't accomplished just as much as you doesn't mean that he won't strive to get there with you you know and I'm not saying that you got to marry down but you know you just got to don't be don't be not willing to be having have a conversation with a man that just might not be there yet you feel me cuz <clears throat> I'm sorry you know, you know um you covered a lot of things, but I'm going to try to, you know, go through those as quickly as possible. I think that standing in your feminine power is being able to take that man that's willing 
that has the ability to, but maybe does not know how and help him to, to become that. And you don't do it by announcing, you don't do it by, you know, you know, sometimes there's some accountability, you know, quiet accountability or, but, but a, a woman who can truly stand in her feminine power has the ability to control the environment in her household. So I, one of my favorite movies, it, it don't have nothing to do with anything that deep, is My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Mm-hmm. It was a part where the the daughter was asking the mother about being a woman. Like, the man is the head of the household. And the woman was, the man, the, 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 the wife or the mother said to the daughter, she said, the woman, the man is the head of the household, but the woman is the neck. And if she knows how, she she can help the head to go which way it needs to go. Right. Yeah, I just I just saw a guy right. the other day with no neck and he had to turn his whole body. I'm just joking. Uh, okay. <laughs> but 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 when you think about like the needs of a man and a woman, you talk about like the money part. And I know we're not talking about money, but um when a woman is looking for a man um to to have more than what she has or to be at a starting point financially what she's 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 not in the wrong place what she's doing is trying to meet the basic needs of a woman which is security and a woman a woman our desire is to be secure how you tell us that you love us is for us to be secure secure in ourselves um feel protected and also provided for security is a basic need of a woman just like with a man respect sex you know, like those are those are basic needs of a man. I think right? I think as a man gets older, sex becomes. If you okay, I don't think it's a matter of being a married man. It's not a matter of the sex more than it's a matter of one being wanted sexually, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I, I I agree with that. And right. So, so like so like a lot of times when we in these relationships. And we're in long-term relationships. Like me and my wife, we've been together. We've known each other. We've been together on and off 15 years, 16 years. We've known each other 17 years, right? It would be 18 years this October I would have known her, right? Um, You go through a lot of like and dislike throughout a relationship. Or a lot of lust and, un, you know, you know, so... When you walk into when you <clears throat> when we walk into these you know these relationships and we walk in through them and we're, we're, we're striving to it, I think the sex part for men is more like I'm wanted. Like to see your woman want you sexually is I think is vastly more important than actually having sex because we get denied. We men deal with rejection a lot because we'll we'll take sex every day, but a lot of times the woman will say no. Now, if you say no to your wife, you cheating. I'm just joking. But, 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 but let me, I don't, I don't want you to get too far away from this topic. Oh, okay. I, I want to make sure, make okay. sure that I just, I wanted, I just wanted to give that, that insight. Yeah. It's more about being wanted at an older but, age. But your, a man's main desire is to be respected. Like, yeah. that's a need. You That's need love. to be respected. A lot of, and so that but but loves a woman's main desire is to be loved, but how you love me is to provide protection and provision. Right? Mm-hmm. I, so it's, it's so just just an just an understanding of those women that are so, looking for that. So you just so people add, know where we're at, we're, de- we're defining 
femininity and masculinity here. We're transitioning to yeah. defining that. Okay. So you said when when a when a man is at this point, how do you compete with that? You know, and and that's often how we look at it. But a woman who's asking for that caliber of a man doesn't have to compete with that, but she does have to be able to compliment it. Right. She got to be able. She got to be able to compliment. So, Life Jennings said this one statement on one of his songs: "Like, don't be a nickel out here looking for a dime." Mm-hmm. Like, if you're asking for that caliber of a man, you only attract who you are. Thanks. This is this is this. You know, you only attract who you are. And so, you know, if you attracting a a thirty thousand dollar man. You know, I mean, at some point or a man with certain morals and values, you got to begin to look at the kind of woman that you are. True feminism, though, you know, to you, it's, 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 it's OK. Yeah, it's OK to know, you know, what you want. Mm-hmm. And it's OK to be a woman that is seeking love by way of protection, provision, security. That's normal. But I, I think that just like you are a work in progress, you have to be okay with complimenting somebody who is also a work in progress. I'm not saying settle, but what I'm saying is if you're having $50,000 conversations, $50,000 hobbies, $50,000 work ethic, and you think that you're going to attract a million dollar man mm. is not going to happen. But but hold so, on, T. You you let's let let let's let's I gotta say this because I want people to understand what you're saying. You are not saying anything that has anything to do with anything physically. You're, no. you're speaking from a mental and a hustle, right? A mentality and a hustle. And I would say the same for men. Like, bro, we do like if you want. I'm like, yo, men aren't built on beauty. Like, don't get me, don't get me wrong. Get some handsome guys out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, in my opinion, I've been ugly with cute features all my life. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? But, but you know, more more than anything, when you're on your mission and you find your purpose as a man and you chase that purpose, you're going. That woman, no matter where she is, no matter. See the difference between men and men and women is is that we have that 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 amazing ability to see worth in someone no matter what a dollar amount is because of society we never put a dollar amount on a woman I actually I actually think that's that's bad but I'm not I'm not the typical guy because I all you know I'm, I'm I think marriage is business and I'm not gonna marry someone who again I don't think should have that hustle. I don't care if you're a house mom, you should just have some, you should have a hustle. You get what I'm saying? Because my mother taught me when a man, a woman has her own, a woman gives you her all. You feel what I'm saying? If she, if she defines her purpose as well, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll find, you'll find, you'll find a great woman. Because no matter where y'all go or what happens, you know that she'll be fine. You know, so that was the number one thing or number one thing I always look for because that's what my mother taught me. Right. But I think for most men, they have the uh, the innate ability to not look at a, what a woman brings to the table outside of her beauty or her peace, you know. And I think it's I I actually think that's that that works against the detriment of men because when you don't look at a woman's value and her mental, 
and you don't look at a woman's value and her purpose, then that's when you get into the superficial stuff. If I'm looking at you just for your beauty, baby, I'm losing. You know, man, my wife got into this debate before because she was like, she don't think women should chase. And I was like, I don't think men should chase. I think men should go after the women, not who they see on the poster on the wall, right? They should go after the women who like them. Because when they go after the women who like them, they feel wanted. If you're wanted, then that woman can always walk in that, that, that femininity because she actually wants you there, if that makes sense, if I'm tying it together. A lot of times, you know, I do I don't, think, I don't think we, should, we don't we don't chase we attract yeah we attract that's a great point yeah we we, we attract like everything that we um the way the way it was explained to me is that everything has a frequency like you mm-hmm. can't turn on the fm radio or am station and get fm you're not mm-hmm. so so it's kind of like, i'm gonna I'm steal it and tell it to my children yeah, like, so, you know, if if all the time, you know, this is just the laws of, of being, what you what you want to connect with or be involved with, you got to attract it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's going to take, that's, that's why I'm not really talking about the money of the woman. I'm yeah. talking about the mindset. I'm yeah. talking about the attitude. I'm talking yeah. about the habits. I'm talking about the character of that person because if it's going... Five percent of people, only five percent of people in the world make over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Correct. That means ninety-five percent. Yeah, that means only listen. The way people balling out today, I have never seen. Listen, see, I'm going to change it again. I have never seen so many people wear Gucci and wear all this designer stuff. And what you telling me that number? Like I know you know. I be trying to figure out where they getting it from. Because this ain't like everybody balling, T. It seems so. But yesterday's not, price is not today's price. I mean, so so the thing is, is that you got the PPP loans, you got the SBA stuff, you got you you have people that's pulling up to the house with twenty five hundred dollar shoes to a twelve hundred dollar apartment. Like this is you I mean <laughs> Priorities are a little bit di- different, and yeah. even when we, and I don't want to get too far into finances, but in order for you to go to that five percent, you got to do what ninety five percent of the people want. You gonna think like they want. You gonna have habits like they want. And most people, because they in the ninety five percent, they not gonna understand your grind, your schedule, all of that stuff because they in the ninety five percent. They okay. attracting what's in that ninety five, and so okay. the five percent. If you are saying I want a man. That's in the top five percent of earners in the world. Like, where is you? You gotta have. You gotta be somebody different, baby. Like this, yeah. is straight facts. Like it takes a lot of growth as a person to be able to walk into that. Think about you. I can think about myself. Like you reading now and doing things that you didn't do before. But when you was in the ninety five percent, you wasn't doing that. Somebody nope. could call you and be like, hey, bro, you want to go out today? Now you checking your schedule. I ain't got it until my, I ain't going to be like you budget, like even budgeting, planning your time and money, being a good steward over that stuff. Those are things that people in 95% do not do. And so it, it may look like they balling out. It may even look like, and I, I did want to say this too, because you was talking about, you know, what your mother taught you about 
you know, um, having a woman that does this, it is very different. The needs of a, a, a mate for a man to choose a, a wife is different in the black community than it is in other communities. Why are you why are you saying that? Because I, I because when when you have a a white man, let's just talk about the typical white man. His father, you know, they start light years ahead of us in terms of knowledge, investments, all of that stuff. You know, just be honest. Most of the time, they have a, an advantage, a skin advantage, right? So they don't think. Hold on, they don't think so though. They'll say, "Oh, I was poor. I was broke." Bro, you yeah, it, County. It, it don't matter. It, they don't know, like, they don't know the struggles that we have. Even as I just scheduled Tion to go see a therapist. Tion is our 16-year-old black son, right? And I was like, hey, you want to go see a therapist? He was like, I need to see a black man. You know why? Because black men have black men problems. A white man cannot counsel me. Don't on say that. Don't say that to because I just said Listen. a white guy told me because he was the minority because he grew up in the in the hood. And he was he 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 don't see how people black people can say something racist because he I said bro you are the minority you again shout out to that that podcast millions of me right I'm gonna use that slogan he's a part of the me's and not a part of the millions I'm like bro your experience is completely different but I said yo yeah, when you but... walk into a corporate environment if you would have done right instead of being an idiot and I said this you know sort of like <clears throat> I was like yo I might have had a better household than you because I grew up with both my parents. But I still experience life differently than yours. Like when I walked into work, I got to deal with so much more than what you got to deal with. Just if you don't ever open up your mouth and display that you're an idiot, no offense to him. But he's a, he's an imbecile. Like <laughs> if he never opened up his mouth, the privileges that came with his skin tone. Yeah, but 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 the thing about they it don't is, they don't be getting I, that though. They don't be, no, they but, don't be but, understanding that. They don't. And if they if they straighten it up in one generation, it can go all the way like they never missed it. For us, exactly. us two to three generations to even get back on the well, horse well, and get this. the way it's supposed to go. Watch this. Because even, even when it comes to, you know, I got some homeboys who don't, they, they are done with black women. And it's hard, really, and it's true because I still love them. It's hard because how much I love black women. I'm talking about no offense to light skinned ladies, baby, but I love me a brown skin, you know, like I love black <laughs> men. But I love I mean and you and I, I just don't get it. I'm like, bro, you can get every different type of skin tone, complexion, you can find any type of black woman, but it's nothing like if me working where I work, if I didn't have a black woman here with me, where would I be able to have the conversations that I need to have? Like she don't she she know when we walk into a particular place or my kids walk outside this door and they consider black men no matter what 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 other thing that they mix with how to have that conversation with them like it is incredibly important and it it, it so when we talk about going back to our original topic this feminist thing so many black men and so many black people when they get to this point where they're in that five percent. They want to get a they want to get rid of like they no nah, I don't want to struggle with a hassle of dealing with the strong black woman or the or or, or the toxic masculine or the masculine black man and I don't be getting it it hurts my heart so, so yeah if you, I'm bringing it together 
you are bringing it together so i want to just let me just say this real quick like for for a white man you know his goal might be to have a woman that meets that makes breakfast in the morning meets him at the door picks take and takes care of the kids but for a black man or a black woman when we put the family together we're trying to set generations up and trying to break overcome things that so it's so much work to be done that you can't afford to just get Susie that make rice crispy treats like you can't just afford a Susie to have dinner like it's different so I, I I'm not saying I'm not saying that 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 some men are not looking for somebody that's that can compliment them but most of the men that's just looking for somebody that looks good they ain't black facts they're not black because we got so much work to do. I do want to cover what you just said about your about your your friends, um, and that's why I said that black women are tough and, and and not strong per se. It's nothing wrong with being tough, especially if you need to be. You need to rise to the occasion, and and it's strategic. The fact that you had to be tough and that you're bruised and that you look at men the way that you look at it and all of that that's all strategic like that that ain't that's not something that you just decided or your mother decided or even your great great grandmother decided that was strategic but one of the things that black men have to understand is that sometimes a woman's strength is going to come with trauma mm. and and the most feminine thing that a woman can do if you're a feminist especially if you're a black woman the most feminine thing that you can do is get healed that's like the most feminine. Yo, you driving jewels. Don't don't stop. 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 They're gonna cut this camera off. They're gonna cut this, this podcast off. Cause I I totally and wholeheartedly agree with you. But guess what? It goes on both sides. Yeah. You know, like to tell your son not to cry rather than hey, get up. You can cry. Real men cry. Because that is a release. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like we have to parent. I do think that we have to parent black children. You can't gentle parent every black child because every black child don't get handled in this world the same. I'll, I'll like, you know, you know, if Johnny, Johnny go to the store and he steals something, he may just get told, tell your parents come pay for it or a slap on the wrist. But if Dante go, he might go to juvie. You feel what I'm saying? So the, the, the repercussions, and it's not that that's always the case. You're going to have your exceptions. But the worst case scenario, my worst case scenario was much worse than yours. Yeah. You understand? Know like, you know, if I raise my voice when I go talk to my, talk at my son's school, mm, he's the more aggressive black man. We may need another black man to come talk to him. And we're sitting in a restaurant and they send the black server over to tell us, hey, this is at market price. And I just want to inform you, but they don't say it until the, you see the experience, you see the difference. Right. I'm not trying to. And I think a lot of these people try to run away from this when no matter who you're with, you can't run away with it. So you might as well be in it with somebody who you who knows it. Yeah. Now, this is my next question. Does mask, first, I need to define masculinity, but <clears throat> that's a tough one for me because uh, I think it's very simple. Like. You protect and you profess, right? And you provide, right? Like, if I can't provide a six hundred thousand dollar house, 
but I can just provide this $200,000 home. As long as I'm taking care of my business in a $200,000 home, we can still build something. We can still create something, right? Providing sometimes just knowing what your means are. And if you want more, finding the opportunities to know how to create it. I think masculinity to me is problem solving. And then when you're weak, speak on it and be vulnerable with your lady. And if she can't handle that vulnerability, she's not for you. Hmm. The moment that you say that you're being weak is the same, same, same thing with a woman. When you saying you're being weak about something and, and you just don't have it at that moment and they take that for granted. Like, I'm not saying don't give them grace because, you know, everybody's not going to be perfect. I know as a husband, I probably am too harsh on my wife, you know. <clears throat> but understanding that, I think that's masculine. The most masculine thing you can do is to say when you don't know and when you do know, handling it with grace, handling it with peace. When I used to under, not understand when, you know, other men used to tell me, you know, don't yell, don't scream, you know, be calm, you know, be slow to anger. And then I realized how much of an impact my anger, right? Because it's technically passion, but passion and passion is love and anger put together, sandwiched in one, or desire sandwiched in one. It would come off as angry, and you had to just practice on your tone, right? You have to be the. You have to be. You have to walk in the definite. Like if you want your household to be a particular way, you gotta walk in that way. Yeah. Still you feel me? And that's and that's and that's masculine to me. To me, right? The most the most masculine thing you can do is to say admit your wrongs, be accountable, and love hard. Right? Be an unconditional mm-hmm. lover. You feel me? When you when you think when you look at when you look when you just said if I need help, then I need to be able to say something. If, yeah. I, if I'm if I'm weak, is is like I used to watch wrestling when I was in middle school, mm. and sometimes when you have people double team, you have the one that's out there fighting, and when the person out there fighting get tired, they tag the other person in. Like you go out there, and now just imagine like in that tag, if they was like, "Yo, what you doing?" In in a in in a relationship, if if we learn, especially as black couples, like because I think that's majority of who's listening, right? Especially as black couples, if we learn to compliment mm-hmm. and and not stop and be like, "What you doing? You still got yeah. more." What happened to that? Like at that point, the person is out there getting beat up. Tag them in and let's go out there and let's get it. If we see, if we begin to compliment each other, but also be healed enough to say what we need and where we are. Both men and women. I think. I think also in masculinity, just to be just to be super duper clear, when you have an issue in your relationship, as the head, if you ain't willing to lay it on the line and and and, and put your ego down and step on it, right, and give your your wife or your 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 lady the opportunity to grow, right. Don't get me wrong. You got to put some 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 things there where you say, well, okay, there's certain things I can't deal with, and if she ain't showing this progression. And you know that that you know that 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 that's what that's going to be, but understanding your, your first yourself, and then understanding how you need to accomplish the mission. Like, don't 
how are you mad as a man that you're not, you, you know, you're, you're not getting what you need out your wife when you're not communicating that? That's the biggest thing. My wife told me that I don't even know what make you happy. You know what that said to me? I'm not communicating enough. It broke my heart. I don't know what makes my husband happy. Okay, well, let me start helping you. Let me put some, we, 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 let's change that. You feel me? Just as much as I hustle outside the house, I need to hustle inside the house. Come on. Like, like I'm a workaholic, and I had to realize that I had to, you know, I'm, I'm starting to book the power now, right? And I had to be now in the moment and show care to my children and show care to my wife. And the moment that I love my wife, everything else flourishes. Yeah. Yep. Um, does femininity mean submit, and what does submit mean to you? Um, it's so funny because I just wrote a whole paper on this. Wow, <laughs> just wrote a whole fourteen-page paper. Wow, on submission. That was um, safe. Yeah, but it was fourteen pages though. It was like, fourteen pages. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was it was a lot. It was a lot. You was in the paint. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was going hard in the paint. But <laughs> first of all, submission uh-huh. is voluntary. Uh-huh. Like that's that's the part that we submission is. I respect you so much. That's love for me. I know you're not. Yes, I know you're not going to lead me astray. Uh-huh. So. Even though this is my stance on it, I don't agree, but I could I commit because I submit to you. Oh Lord. Like like when that's you the, do that. When, when, when you do that, do you see a difference in the energy that your husband gives you back? Absolutely. Cause because watch this. If you give him that space, don't he come to you when he unsure? Like, hold up, baby. Yeah. I, need some, I yeah. need some I need some vision here. Where should I go here? See, people think like, think like 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 people don't understand. Good at this. Yeah, people, people don't understand what the reciprocity is. Like, I'm trying to be exactly what I want. So, so if I give this up to you, right, and I give you, I give you this. Like, go ahead, baby. Go ahead. Like, for instance, like when my wife started the business, like she was like, "Babe, I don't like not feeling like I don't have no money or I'm not contributing. Can you just put the money in the account and I pay the bills? I take it. You got it, baby." You see what I'm saying? You take care of it. And but when I got an issue, I gotta go to her because and, and because it's you know it's just like when I gotta when I <clears throat> you know people ain't perfect. When you mess up the budget that week and you gotta dip in a little bit based on you know because you know we're gonna talk about finances you know because there's a ton of different ways to skin the cat. But the way I was taught or whatever, however way, <clears throat> and I'm still growing because I just, I'm you know I just finished I'm finishing up rich dad poor dad changed my life. Absolutely change my life be, I, we just about to buy the cash flow game for the kids i played the game of life with them and found out so much about them like just uh, keep going keep going <laughs> okay so 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 when when, when you give that submission because men got to give it too like sometimes you when your wife says something that's out of pocket don't say nothing back sometimes submission is just hey okay baby but here's the thing. Let her feel her feelings sometimes. And feel it with her. The thing, the thing is, is that when... Man, it, this is incredible. You, 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 hey, you, you're making when, my day. When you submit, when you submit, 
you're included. Yes. Like like when when you submit, you're included because some and, you and disarm. You disarm. It's like yes. teaching my teaching my children. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Even though we get in these weird times where women don't want to be called ma'am, and I'm like, that's the ultimate form of respect. It don't have nothing to do with age. I call a three year old ma'am because I'm showing her that I can, I'm submitting. But that's the definition of femininity. That's it right there. Not out here fighting for your mm. right. Make it being being in such a posture mm. that yo your vocabulary. Somebody, that somebody want to open the door for you. Absolutely. They want to open the door. I open. They want to see what your opinion is. I opened up the door. I opened up the door for a woman, and she said, "Oh no, thank you." I do that. I said, "Yo, I yo, a lady forgot her card in the car," and I said, "Well, ma'am, nah, I pay for it. You good? Nah, because you know I don't want you to think that you can, you can, you can." I'm like, "Wow, we in that place now? Like, that's that, that's that tough. That's that toughness right there." When I first got married, my husband used to open whenever I went somewhere. He would take pull up to the front, get out the car, open up the car door and let me out, right? Mm -hmm. In my my toughness, in my wanting to hurry up and get there, I used to do stuff like if I pulled up to the house instead of waiting for him to come out and get the bags, I would bring all the bags in. Now I did that as a single mother, but I didn't have to. Listen, listen, I I promise you I'm going somewhere with this. then I would not wait for him to open up the door because he's taking too long. He got to put mm-hmm. lotion on his hands and eventually he stopped doing it, right? My wife's coach told me. Before Lydia? Coach, oh, Lydia yeah. changed my life too. Shout out to Lydia. Hey, <laughs> hey I'm going to call her. Awesome. Hey, hey, I know it's a rapper name, but I'm going to call her Big L. You're saying, tell Lydia, <laughs> I want y'all, we need to put Lydia's socials on Lydia, here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, I need to tell Lydia she need she need a husband coach because uh, yo, my wife, my wife has came back with great reviews. She and does, told her, she does, she does coach men. But Lydia told me she said, "Lydia is so dope." Thank you, Lydia. Yes, she's amazing. Lydia said, "Tiana," she said, "I want you to visualize for a second yourself pulling up to the house with the bags." Now at this time, you're not in your thirties. You're not in your 20s. You in your 60s and your 70s. She said, and I want you to imagine bringing all the bags in the house and looking at your husband on the couch just watching TV. I mean, he didn't budge one bit. She said, and I don't want you, she said, I know you feel anger, but don't be mad because you're training him to do that right now. Ha! I, <laughs> I was like, I mean, just in that moment. You see, moment. But remember when I said the short view versus the long view? Because when I told my wife, why are you worried about how long it's taking? Teach them boys to go get it. Because I ain't, listen. I'm not saying that I'm trying to be lazy when I send my, my two, my two, eight, my eight-year-old, my seven-year-old to go get the bags. I'm showing them. It ain't really about me being lazy because I get the bags. If it's late at night and it's that bedtime, no, I got it. Y'all go in, go get ready for bed, get in bed. Wooty, wooty, woo. I'm gonna take care of it. But if they are up and able, tell them boys to go get it because we're training husbands. And, and, and if you don't teach a kid how to serve at a young age, or you don't teach them that care, like I didn't, my parents were, my parents worked a lot. So that care and how to handle a woman with a gentle tone, right? 
and bring it down. I had to learn that as a man. Yeah, because you had a you had a you had a tough mother. She was tough. She was able. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it, you know what I'm saying? It, so 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 it taught is what you just we like when I tell my wife I don't need you to make my plate, baby, because I think I'm taking stress off her. But then sometimes when I had these moments and the kids eat before I do, even though it ain't exactly. no big thing to me, I already told her that you can you can throw me away, put me to the side. And now my wife said, because she consciously said, no, nah, baby, you're going to eat first because there's enough food no matter what. And my husband comes first because these kids are going to leave and go to their wives, right? And leave and us. And now, but then our relationship going to get back to me serving you. So now I'm going to continue this now. See, people get lose the the they they take the short view, and they think kids need a lot. Kids need guidance. They need foundation, and they need they need they 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 need uh uh what is it um what's the word that I'm looking for um a compass or or, or discipline more than anything. They don't need a plate first. Husband, that plate first is telling them you love them. Yeah, and showing them how they need to be loved. Because both of y'all gonna put the kids first. If we yeah. stuck in water by by the word of God, I suppose, and and we all flipped over. God rest my soul, because I'm about to go on a boat in Mexico. I don't want this to happen. Lord, please, because Lord, whew, I'm not the I'm not Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know why he didn't get on that clock that was riding by. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> hey. My wife first is my family in the ocean. If I say my wife first, now I'm gonna get them kids. I won't even, I won't even have a wife by the time we get back to shore. Mm-hmm. You understand? So we all gonna put the mm-hmm. kids first. It's just giving them in those small moments that you can't give your husband some glory or you can't give your wife some. I go and make my wife plate. Mm-hmm. Show that to your spouse. Walking in that masculinity is sometimes tapping into some femininity too. Yep, and doing what's needed. Complimenting. We gotta, we gotta learn how to we gotta learn how to compliment each other. We don't have to outserve each other, but you know, sometimes yeah. when I'm working late, my husband will go in that kitchen and cook dinner. Absolutely. Just like, don't even say nothing. Don't even say nothing. He's just up in there cooking. Some mornings when I'm overworking, he'll bring me breakfast. I do the same thing for him. It's really about, it really is about complimenting. And when we get to a place where we stop, you know, tap, using tabs, I did this, you did that, and all of that stuff, we'll see that, especially as Black families, if we learn to compliment each other better and we have a vision that we're trying to get to, whether I got to tap, you got to tap me in or I got to tag you in or whatever it is, the goal is to get to the destination. That's the goal. Last question. Who do you think serves more, men or women? From spouse to spouse. Who naturally, in today's age, and what we know, what we've all discussed, who do you think at this point serves the other gender more? A male or the other spouse more? The husband or the boyfriend or the wife? In today's age. It depends on what you're talking about. If mm-hmm. it's if it's as a whole, 
like mm. the children, the all of that stuff. Um, I mean, I don't. So let me just 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 be a hundred percent. I don't think that if you if you put them put them side by side, apples to oranges, even though it's totally different. I think. I don't think that anybody outsers the other. If you really sit down and you look at the weight, the mental weight, the physical weight, the responsibility, all of that stuff, I think is different. Just like you always say, men control the floor and women control the ceiling. Like I I if I if we looked at how heavy the ceiling was versus, you know, how much weight was on the floor, like I mean, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, you so are. I, I, I threw this, listen, I asked this question because I knew if I threw it off the glass, you was going to dunk it. Because when I tell you, you are so incredible. It almost, it's about to make me cry. You are so incredible because people don't understand that me and you would not have had this vision two years or three years ago. We would not have been able to have this conversation and we would have had some very traumatic responses and we probably would have been on the same side of the coin. <laughs> because we had to learn how to submit to our partners in order for us to thrive and both thrive in our relationships. Because we both had a very go-getter energy. Mm -hmm. We both had a, I'm not, I'm not going to drown rather than I'm going, rather than, you know, we were going to our lungs collapse rather than sink. You understand? Mm -hmm. And that was so powerful and so incredible. I just had to say that. I do want to start suggesting books at the end. I do want to say that it's a very tough read for a woman, but I would really suggest um, the guy. Uh, uh, let me, let me, because there's two of them. Um, the Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman. I suggest both parties, male, male and female, or man and woman, go read that. Um, because it, it, it's not a matter of attacking women. It's a matter of understanding certain behaviors that that toughness brought on that we have to get back to understanding how to, as a man, you see those behaviors and you start to, instead of attacking your wife, you can start to be more empathetic and then having settled conversations with her about it. See, me and my wife, we like to read together. And when we read together, right, <clears throat> It starts to, uh, they, I believe they actually have it now. They might have it as an ebook now, but if they don't, you can get it on Amazon. Also, I mean, and, and that's an incredible book. It's going to be a very tough read if you aren't accountable as a person. And if you this is just remember, if it, if 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 it don't apply, let it fly. Just understand certain behaviors, and then you'll start to see people while you're reading it people in your life and in your family who you interact with every day like wow that's a behavior i did not know that that behavior translated to my children that way in as a um a book as a man to read i would say um reading um the superior man 
uh, that was a good one. Uh, or reading, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm always going to suggest "Cry Like a Man" and "Battle Cry" by Jason Wilson. So it's about three. That's about five books there, or three to five books that everybody can read. Um, that I would like people to, you know, tap into and tell me what they think about them. All right, we're going to put those, the names of those books in the show notes. Guys, next week, we're going to get off of here, but next week, we are going to be talking about finances. We touched on it a little bit, and I, I think it's touched a good on it a lot. <laughs> well, we got a whole lot more to say, but yeah, you know, it, I think this is a good good segue into it. I'll probably I'll read a lot of books, too, so I'll probably give a book suggestion the next time. But um, just what what I just want to leave you with today is, you know, is is it's time to really stop comparing and really start to compliment mm. one another, and you know, in order for it to work, like we really have to, you know, get healed, but also um, help our partners get to a place where they're healed. Like really disarm them, like Rich said. And really help them to get to the destination. We are not enemies. We are in this together. And especially as a black woman and a black man, we need each other. Another thing I do want to share is that great marriages run in packs. Yeah. You know, even for, for me and my husband, we are, you know, um, we hosting first Fridays beginning in June for couples to come over with their kids. We're going to do some stuff. I'm going to pick up a giant Jenga today. But just so that you can get around other couples, because some things are taught and some things are caught. And together, you know, listening to things like this, reading the books you need to read, going to counseling if you need to go to counseling, being self-aware and getting around other couples. Maybe we um, can do a special yeah. episode. Yeah, you can definitely look. You try and do it. Look, he already look. Y'all got to see him on video. He like, yeah, eyes lit up, like special. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we can maybe we can do a you know a special episode because I mean that's I mean that's an incredible time to do that. I mean, I would say the number one thing. Um, back to what you I mean. Let me finish, let you finish closing. I'm sorry. No, no, that's that's basically what I want to say. Get healed. <clears throat> don't compete. Um, don't compete. Compliment and get around some other couples that want the same things that you want you're going to have ups and downs but if you got people there that's praying that's pushing that's giving you resources sharing therapists and life coaches with you all of that stuff you can get to the destination but the two of you are going to have to go together it ain't no separatism in it so all right rich i, I would say I, I would say in my clothes i would say uh the number one thing that i would want everyone to look into is just <clears throat> Have a really honest conversation with yourself, and uh, uh, be willing to allow the space. For, be willing to uh, create a space where your partner can be honest with you, and you hear their words. So put on, so put on your fences hat, or put on your Kevin Samuels hat where you can hear someone give you a harsh truth and really reflect on yourself to be able to maybe fix that and be, you know, and, and really ask yourself, is this true? Is this what I'm giving? Is this the energy that I want my spouse to have? Is this the energy that I want my spouse to feel? And don't this, don't, don't, um, 
don't make your spouse feel like because they're saying that to you that it's not true because that just may be their truth and figure out how to how to find that common ground at your spouse after you say something to them what did you hear because what you may be saying may not be the same as what they're hearing because of history because of um, past experience with you or someone else, right? Because of their upbringing, because of your tone, it may be, so the goal of communication is to get the point across, is to complete the mission. And if you're trying to complete the mission, what I learned in coaching, because you know, coaching football, right? The end goal is to get the job done. So remove my ego and do what I got to do to get the job done because it's for the betterment of the team. All right? So that would be that for me. But people, hey guys, see, see you next like, week. Like the name of the podcast, it stops here, and this episode is stopping now. <laughs> <laughs> see y'all. See y'all later.